jump on the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Daily Bunch Show with me, Daily. This is the weekly rundown where I feature a little bit about what's going on in business, technology, things that I'm interested in, and also things that are going on in and around Daily Blend and the other sort of projects that I am involved with. Before we jump into the show, I want to remind you that it is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can now stream it on YouTube at Daily Blend. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with all that said, let's jump into the show. So if you couldn't tell, I've definitely already had a solid workout and a very strong cup of coffee. So I'm firing on all cylinders here on Tuesday. The big update over the weekend for me from a sports perspective was a little bit of W's and a little bit of L's. So Man City is still cruising along. They beat Tottenham 4-2. The Dallas Cowboys got absolutely crushed by the 49ers over the weekend. It wasn't even close in my opinion. The 49ers just ran circles around them. I don't know what Jerry Jones is going to do in the offseason, but something needs to be fixed with that team. They're close, but they're just not getting it done. The Bulls beat my old home te- town team, the Atlanta Hawks, 111 to 110. So pretty close there, or it might have been 100. I actually got to go back and look at that. And then I don't have the latest on the Bucks scores, but I did go to a Bucks versus Pacer game last weekend. Uh, I brought my kid. It was fantastic. We sat, I think, like 20 rows up. That is the Pfizer, uh, Pfizer Forum, I believe is what it's called. Is just a fantastic arena. The whole fan experience is top notch. Easy parking, swag stores, you know, great. All the food lines are easy to use, even using that new like QR system code or touchless uh, payment, if you will. But uh, if you are in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, go check out a Bucks game. I highly recommend it. All right. So. We're going to talk about a little bit on business and tech and then more just like sort of general media this morning. Uh, Bloomberg is reporting that the Apple headset is set to launch this spring, which will uh, controls uh, will be available without uh, handheld controls, movie screens set in space, screen mirroring from your Mac and fully a full body rendering one on one VR FaceTime session. I sort of get what some of that means. I think the biggest thing for me is that you can mimic what's on your Mac in front of you. So presumably you could start designing things or kind of working through projects in your with your hands in a more tactile fashion. In terms of the one-on-one VR FaceTime session, I'm, I'm not really sure what that's going to look like. I'm not even going to try to speculate, but... Uh, it's it, this product's been rumored for a number of years. I think it goes back to roughly 2018, 2019. So we're in 2022. They're saying spring of this year. My guess is that this will be, if it does launch in spring of this year, my prediction it will be one of the hotter gifts to come out this Christmas. And then as soon as the Christmas season is over, like January, February of 2024, we will see a lower price point uh, option of this just because I'm hearing that this device is close to $3,000. So my guess is they'll come in with some sort of like $1,200 to $1,800 price point uh, for uh, the, the the non-pro version of it. But, uh, you know, Apple typically doesn't jump into any sort of 
environment without fully understanding and kind of, I will say, owning the 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 end-to-end supply chain and i'm using that in real broad strokes so i'll be curious to see how they bring a unique ar vr potential product to market and how it will be different to what meta's bringing to the world obviously meta's is much more about vr Um, so only time will tell all right i'm gonna jump from business and tech into what i'll call just more general media and kind of news around it so richie hotton Uh, If you're less familiar with him, he is a Canadian that lives, I believe, still in Germany or lives in Germany, rather. Uh, He was a pioneer of techno. Uh, He had a alter ego called Plastic Man. He's had some fantastic tours where he's gone around the country and sort of educated people uh, on the, you know, about electronic music called Control. And I think that was roughly about 10 years ago. He's also had a very popular night in Ibiza called Enter that was, uh, you know, sort of supported by Japanese culture. And he launched a sake brand also named uh, Enter or Enter Sake. So Richie's always been about kind of pushing electronic music forward and educating people on it and has launched a new scholarship program at the University of Huntersfield. And I've linked to the application there. You obviously get portion of your, you know, scholarship or, or tuition paid for thanks to Richie and his organization. You also get some one-on-one mentoring. What it doesn't really call out is if this is a one-time scholarship or if this is going to be many uh, years in the the making. But uh, hats off for Richie for doing this, and uh, I wish more artists would sort of pay it back. Uh, in terms of uh, educating and and continuing to support, you know, the arts, if you will. The next headline comes in, and I uh, I'm not shocked by well, I was shocked by the statistics, but I'm not surprised there that she was the top selling artist. So last year, one in every 25 vinyl albums sold in the U.S. was a Taylor Swift. So she sold roughly 1.7 million copies of an LP across her discography and this was by billboard now my my kind of question is where are these albums being purchased I I have noticed target of all places has a ton well not a ton but they've got a nice collection of vinyl I always see Taylor Swift there I'm sure that uh, I think I've seen them at Best Buy as well as Guitar Center, and those are kind of my three go-to spots for electronics, music, and and uh, music. Uh, but uh, you know, that's a lot of Taylor Swift albums. I wonder how many people are buying the album because they couldn't get uh, tickets for her upcoming show. Uh, hashtag first world problems for anyone who tried to get those tickets and is now trying to buy them on resale. I've got friends who picked them up for their kids and they're reselling for multiple thousands of dollars. So anyway, uh, thrilled that uh, vinyl is still crushing it. It's still a great format. I, I love it, especially as, you know, just streaming becomes more pervasive there's nothing wrong with streaming i absolutely adore streaming i just love the idea of of having a piece of vinyl and associating that that smell that album artwork the look the feel the color of the vinyl all of those great things with an artist or a moment so uh if 
Taylor Swift can help drive more album sales across America, hats off to her. All right, continuing on the music theme, I'm going to talk about Title. Yes, that one. Um, so, you know, Title launched a number of years ago, and it was an alternative to Spotify. I've never used the platform, but they do offer some interesting value props in terms of high fidelity music. And one of the new things that they're testing is DJing or DJ sessions. So it allows you to play tracks and playlists to other title members. So I, I haven't gone through the user experience, but just based on the description, it sounds like I put in my tracks and I basically play DJ and you know other members can listen to this. And the fact that Title integrates with Rekordbox, Serato, and Tractor, what would be really cool is if a DJ could load up a set, you know, play it through Rekordbox, Serato, and Tractor, and then beam it to the Title consumers. Now, there's likely some challenges there, uh, just in terms of bandwidth. But if the artist was only using Title tracks that had already been licensed, it actually probably could be possible through that software. So it'd be interesting to see if Title can make that happen in sort of a phase two or phase three. And um, if anyone is using Title with Rekordbox, Serato, or Tractor, you know that I'm a big fan of all three platforms. Let me know which one you're using it with, and I'd be interested to get your opinions on it. So the, the last story and kind of like the highlighting of media world news is a post from Bobby Hundreds. So Bobby is the co-founder of the Hundreds. I've been following Bobby and Ben Hundreds for the better part of 20 years. They were the big opponent of me getting into blogging and kind of websites and understanding digital content creation. Uh, I, I've even gone out and purchased Bobby's book, not just another t-shirt. I might have that title slightly wrong. Anyway, Bobby's a really thoughtful guy. I've always enjoyed his uh, points of view on youth culture. I think he will go down as one of the, the true historians of just the evolution of youth culture over the years. And in more recent years, Bobby sort of talked about the evolution of social media and the channels in which he uses. So originally it was the, the blog through the hundreds, then it was Twitter, Instagram. I think last year he sort of talked about the, the rise of TikTok. But um, you know, I went to the Hundreds website and I haven't gone to it in a long time. And I was looking for just something interesting that Bobby would have put out just to read kind of what's on his point of view, knowing that we are kind of coming to the end of 2022 and into 2023 planning and he had likely posted something. And on his subtack, which you can subscribe to, but this was just one post, the title of it was the end of everything and the start of something. And I, I'm paraphrasing or just taking one sort of segment from this piece, and I, I really loved it. It said, I've longed for days of deeper storytelling and more meaningful connections. Back when we used to have the 2020 or, you know, early 2000s with my blog plus email has always proven to be a reliable bridge. It's like everything coming full circle. And I truly feel this way. I think. You've got all this amplification and noise with social media, and there's so many different channels, and they've all sort of, I would say, ripped off each other's ideas in terms of direct messaging, pictures, video, text, et cetera. It's like pick your favorite one. But I think more recently, I'm just looking for like-minded people that I can connect on the internet and then possibly connect in real life 
that are into the same sort of things I'm into. And as a result of that, I've sort of, you know, I've had a couple conversations because I have my own social medias and I have a lot of different interests. And, and someone said, like, I, I have a hard time kind of keeping track of, of what your focus is or what your interests are and the difference between work and pleasure. And, and, I, and I, I took that to heart. And so I've sort of bifurcated my social media into my like read daily, which is more just like my personal kind of pictures and walking about life. And then I set up Daily Blend podcast. Obviously, we have the Daily Blend. I put in read daily music. I've got Negronis with Greg's. I've got coffee kicks and cocktails. So it's like all these different channels. And I'm finding that I'm enjoying this approach. And it's a little more to manage, but I'm also on the road a lot. So it's not that bad. But I'm finding that the algorithm is actually serving me up with content that sort of aligns with those interests way more than when it was like, you know, all in one channel. And as a result, I'm going a little deeper into those sort of niches and I'm connecting with people that I don't think I would have otherwise. And so obviously, like, you know, you can find me if, if you're you know, close friends with me and you're trying to follow all of those, that's annoying and I get that. But but for me as the content creator or seeking a sense of community with like-minded people that do sort of similar things, this approach is really working well for me and I've really enjoyed it. So I, I have linked to all those newer social channels. And obviously I'm doing a little bit of experimenting here between Twitter and the features that they're launching or will be and you know anticipating them launching and then Instagram and then obviously YouTube uh, where I, I seem to like it the most and uh, it will be uh, it will be cool to see if my hypothesis is correct looking back at this in about a year but uh, go over to the hundreds.com go check out Bobby hundreds on Twitter and Instagram, go check out his book. He's just a very interesting guy that, uh, you know, I, I don't follow religiously, but I always find myself coming back to him for just like what is going on and a unique perspective that is different than my own that I always enjoy and appreciate. All right, so let's talk about Negronis with Greg. So I am, so we just recorded our fifth episode. We had our first guest, Marie, uh, which is Greg's uh, sister. It was a great episode. I am absolutely behind the eight ball. They blew me up on uh, the the show saying, you know, we're at episode five. I think we maybe even recorded a sixth one somehow. Uh, I think that's what Greg was telling me. And I'm just behind on posting it. So tomorrow I'll post episode number three of Negronis with Greg. And you'll start to see some more of the images that we sort of send each other before the show. And I think it's pretty fun. Uh, just looking into Daily Blend, we had, in terms of music, we had Throwback Thursday last week with Ruvis Del Sol DJ set. It's fantastic. It was a mix mag uh, cover mix. Highly recommend it. Really perfect for that like mid-afternoon slump when you just need a little bit of pick-me-up. You don't need like an all-out festival set. And then, you know, normally I feature, uh, I'll call it artists or, or original productions, but I did find this Darius DJ set, and so I linked it for the Music Monday. So Darius is a, a you know, musician. I'm likely going to feature him again, but not the DJ sets and some of his original productions and, and, and original kind of, uh, you know, LPs. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And then it's taken me, I don't know, three months to put out the next episode of the Daily Blend 
podcast, which is different than the Daily Blend show. It is essentially roughly like an hour, hour and a half of house and tech house music for me. Uh, this one was the first time that I've ever really intentionally mixed in key. I've been doing this for 20 years and I just never bothered learning, mix, you know, key mixing. And, you know, I, I knew it existed. I just didn't bother to like pay attention to it. Not everything is perfect in terms of the harmonic mixing. And I did a pretty good job, but you can kind of tell that I stayed in sort of that like B minor, B major uh, sort of frame. Uh, and I jumped a little up and down from there. Um, or not B minor, I'm sorry. I started at like um, one and kind of progressed up to 12. That's my bad. But uh, yeah, I'll be interested to hear kind of feedback in terms of like, as I start to move into more harmonic mis mixing in 2023, what you guys think. I'm three episodes away from episode 150 and I'm sort of debating if I wanna do just a bunch of like tracks I've liked over the last 20 years or maybe top tracks from the, you know, 150, 49 other episodes or if I just do a really long mix you know that is you know a couple hours so let me know what your feedback is on what I should do to celebrate episode 150 it's pretty cool I'm, I'm gonna pat myself on the back pretty excited to get there uh, it's it's been a lot of fun doing this over the last 10 years um, in terms of travel, it was in Boston last week, but I've got some upcoming travel back to Boston and to Atlanta. So hit me up on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all at Reed Daily, R-E-E-D-D-A-I-L-E-Y. In terms of paddle update, I didn't play last week, but the week before I beat Skokie 6463. If you do play paddle tennis, if you live in Chicago and you're looking for a pickup game, send me a DM. I'm always looking to play. And then big sneaker news for me. So I had, you know, I said I was going to take it a little easy and I didn't. So I took some W's. Well, first of all, I went to Notra and I finally picked up the Notra uh, Chuck 70 highs. And these are the deep mahogany wood ash ones. The sizing is really strange. I actually uh, sized down, which I normally don't do because I'm a wide footer and they are fantastic. And then I got my I think I don't know if it's my first ever, but my first in a long time ACG shoes, and I got the low cat sneakers and wolf bright crimson with indigo burst. For me, this just felt like a good trail shoe, maybe not like a, a mountain hiking shoe, but a trail shoe and kind of bumping around the summer, kind of going to the beach, kind of walked walking into a festival kind of shoe. Not that I'm going to a lot of festivals, but you know, I'm kind of like, I think I mentally bought these shoes. So I say, go buy the last round of Dead & Co. tickets this summer and go see them live. So I think I bought these shoes intentionally thinking about, you know, going to that show. And then on top of all that, I really like wearing Jordan 1s now for all business meetings, no matter if I'm suited uh, or I'm booted or suited in Jordan, I guess, um, or, or just more casual. And I picked up the uh, Air Jordan 1 High OG True Blues. I watched a bunch of people on the internet not get that excited about these. And I'm such a big fan of the True Blue 3s. I was like, I got to have these. They look great. I'm really happy about them. Um, and then I wanted to do sort of like a, a bit of talking about Friday Last Five, social channels and then kind of round out the show with a brand I'm interested in. So last week, uh, if you listen to the show, I was actually in Boston and I had like some health issues come up and I wasn't able to record the show. 
Um, but uh, I did get the show out on Saturday, and it was kind of cool just to talk about some some stuff going on with LVMH Watch Week. I'm just a big fan of Zenith and what they're doing. Uh, Greg Williams and what he's doing for cameras, uh, working with the iPhone. And then Pete Tong launching a DJ Academy. I thought that was really cool. And I mentioned the mixing key thing for uh, episode 147, Nick Spinelli. Uh, I linked to him. He does a great video on YouTube that talks about like mixing key. I've seen a bunch of other videos and his is like funny and simple and easy to follow. And it was the first time I was like, oh, this is super simple and his process and sort of talk track and kind of methodology is dead easy. And then lastly, uh, the Whistler. So the Whistler is a cocktail venue that I'm a big fan of. I went to a bunch a couple of years ago, pre-COVID, uh, you know, friend of the show, friend of Daily Blend, uh, DJ Greg Feelgood out of Chicago, DJs there once a month. Anyway, we, we featured their cocktail on our, uh, on my new Instagram, you know, uh, coffee kicks and cocktails. So be on the lookout for more recipes from the Whistler. I think the Instagram is the Whistler menu. And uh, if you are in Wicker Park, go check out the Whistler. It's a great uh, venue. Uh, I mentioned some of the new channels. I just call them out again. So we've got Coffee Kicks and Cocktails, which is at Coffee Kicks and Cocktails, all one word on Instagram. Then in terms of where I'm hosting my music, you can find it on soundcloud.com forward slash read daily. I'm not messing with that just because it's sort of tied to Daily Blend Podcast. But you've got um, new Twitter handles, which is Read Daily Music, and then new Instagram, which is Read Daily Music. So you'll see some little bits about, you know, some of the Daily Blend podcast on there. But it's likely going to be like kind of the like indie house sort of uh, pause and listen mix series that I've been putting out. So not just straight house music. And then the Daily Blend podcast, I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years. It's probably was only time that I did it. So I've got Instagram at Daily Blend Podcast. I've got YouTube at Daily Blend Podcast. And then we're on Twitter at Daily Blend Pod. Twitter doesn't allow for the the full 15 characters that I think the Daily Blend Podcast ends up being. So just uh, go check us out. I'm going to be doing way more videos. The reason I'm separating the Daily Blend pod from the Daily Blend show was because it's a DJ set and sometimes you get copyright claims on that music even though I'm not trying to monetize it and doing the creative licenses and it was just easier to have them separate and I think people like better identify to this channel as house music and this channel is more talk and interviews so anyway um All right, so the last thing I want to talk about this week is a new brand that I am really getting into. It's a Colorado-based brand. It's Performance Denim. It's called Ripton. Uh, The website uh, or the Instagram is Ripton underscore dot CO. And my favorite jacket right now is this Hiko Performance jacket. And it's, it's like a jean jacket, but more of like a working kind of i ride a uh, you know a fixie bike and there's all sorts of like utility pockets and it's great the website is ripton co 
com, all one word. And so, you know, I, I'm just digging the, the brand. The material is just absolutely fantastic. I'm not a huge denim guy, or I haven't been since I discovered basically Lululemon pants. And it's the first time probably in five or six years where I was like, ooh, I want some new jeans or I want a new jean jacket. So go check them out. We've linked to them in the show notes and on dailyblend.com. Uh, looking forward to getting to know that brand and doing something maybe down the road where we do some interviews with them. Be on the lookout for that. And, uh, you know, just enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, you know, if you are looking for new music to just, you know, rock out and during your work week, obviously check out, you know, my own mix, episode number 147, Apple Podcast and uh, YouTube. Uh, you, uh, you also can go, you know, like I said, go stream some of the new Rufus to soul and Darius DJ sets. And with that said, just enjoy the rest of your week. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to the show, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify. We're on Twitter and Instagram. With all that said, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in.